Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Pastor Ron, and welcome to Game Day Gospel. You know, today's a next tape Thursday. We get a chance to talk about my next couple of NBA things. Um, I haven't been well lately, so it's the first day I could speak over a period of time without having a cough or a sore throat, so I'm not going to push my, my voice too much today. I'm going to make sure... We talk and communicate and give a quick little drive-by as to what's going on in the NBA. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share and all that good stuff of this podcast and get the word out. Comment, follow on Spotify, follow on Apple Podcasts just to help this podcast and all my stuff grow. Amen. So, um, So we... The the big topic, man, the big thing everybody been talking about uh, over the past couple days, past 24 hours with the NBA is this whole um, rule that was established by, by the league um, about load management and you can't qualify for certain um, awards because if you miss more than 17 games, so if you don't play a minimum of 65 games, you won't qualify for many awards. And um, I understand why um, Adam Silver did it. I understand why he created this particular rule, it, and, it, and it's to combat the issue of players not not you know, not playing these low management days, these rest, these prearranged rest days, et cetera, et cetera. And he had to figure something out in order to, to, to fix this. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to play, I'm going to play for you guys, uh, a clip, a clip's about a minute of Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith pretty much says, you know, he, he responds to Tyrese Halliburton and says, Tyrese Halliburton is mad at the wrong person. The person that he's he he should be upset with are the players. So please please listen to this. You're the National Basketball Association, and you have watched. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna call out. I'm not calling out every NBA player. I'm not talking about anybody who's had legitimate injuries. I'm talking about the fact that we're living in a day and age where you see people sitting out games to prevent injuries. They're not injured. They're preventing themselves from getting injured by sitting out games. Michael Jordan played in at least 78 games a season in 12 of his 15 seasons. Nine times he played all 82 games. John Stockton, 16 times all 82 games. Carl Malone, 10 times all 82 games. Michael Jordan, Gary Payton, nine times all 82 games. Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, five times. Kobe Bryant, Four times. Why didn't they do it? Because it wasn't just about them. It was about the league and really propping up the league and making sure you live up to a standard that was set before you. They did it for the future generation of players. We got nationally televised games popping up and guys are choosing at their own volition. I'm not playing this game. I'm not going to sit out this game. So you know what? They came up with a strategy that's going to compel you to play in those games to ensure that you earn your damn money. So, yeah, I mean, I get Stephen A. And I think low-key is partially clickbait 
and you know he he just part of his shtick talking about these uh owners and all-stars are calling him and saying to him face a lot of that a lot of that is cap man i think Stephen a, Stephen a is, you know, he's not the biggest guy on his own network anymore bro <laughs> so he needs to he, he needs to calm down because you know, to be honest right now right now in terms of just being the biggest dogs on espn it's it's pat mac mcafee and shannon and and shannon sharp bro Onk is, is doing crazy numbers in the podcast world. And um, Pat McAfee was a guy that, that <laughs> you know, he's so huge that he he got ESPN, a Disney network, a family network, to okay cursing. <laughs> okay cursing at like 1230 in the afternoon. He is so huge that he got that stuff approved. So that shows what kind of clout he has. Like I, I try to catch his show, but then he's just here f bomb or this, this and that. I'm like, yo, this is a madness. But I believe Stephen A. What he was trying to do, what he was trying to say, is that the reason why this particular rule came into effect is due to other players. So I, I, I agree with him. I, as a fan of the league, as a person that that's you know. I'm kind of in that in-between generation where I grew up watching the 90s NBA and I grew up watching Jordan who um, played 82 games, I believe like six times in his career um, and other guys that played back-to-backs. There was there was not load management. You know, load management actually came, came in effect through Greg Popovich where he sat down Tim Duncan, um, Tim Duncan, Ginobili and Tony Parker for a game against Orlando, and he he they actually got caught doing it, and that became a new trend where folks began to rest and to sit out, etc. 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 So I've kind of seen both sides, and it sucks. I'm gonna tell you why it sucks for me on a personal level. Um, I have two boys that love basketball. Like they love, 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 love basketball. They, you know, like they love, you know, John Morant. They love um, Jalen Green. They, they're sick. Um, my oldest, my ten year old, is a, a Sixers fan. Um, heavy with the Sixers gear and stuff. And my five year old is now uh, um, a Knicks fan. He has Knicks pajamas and his favorite player. And the reason why he's a Knicks fan is because of Jalen Brunson. Like he loves Jalen Brunson, how he plays, and he he he's a Knicks guy. So they're really big into the team and. And I, I want to, I want us to go to a game together, but the problem is we just don't know who's playing. I remember last year we were, we wanted to go to the Sixers and Memphis. I, I told them, unfortunately, I cannot afford uh, um, some tickets for for New York. New York tickets are just ridiculous for us three, and um, I'm not sitting in a nosebleed. That's just me. If you do it. It's cool, but that's just not my thing. So um, let's try to get some decent seats to go see to go see um, John Moran. And, and up until the last minute, it was we weren't sure if he was playing. I believe they were on a a back to back, and you know you know how these things are. So we ended up missing the game, and he ended up playing. and And the game went into overtime. It was a great game that we missed. And the only reason why we can't buy tickets too far in advance is because 
we don't know who's going to play. You know, unlike football, um, even in baseball, like we're we're planning to go to a baseball game this year. I feel more comfortable um, buying the 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 tickets in advance because I'm I'm confident in who's going to play. Um, and with the NBA, especially, the NBA is a star-driven league, so that's important. And so I, I get it. It frustrates me with this load management. I think it's 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 frustrating in, on so many levels that um, it's not fair. And but you know, um, it's not fair to us fans. Even watching the games at, at um, watching the games at home, when you when it, you, you you get these ABC games or these TNT and ESPN games that you you see on a calendar, you circle on a calendar, you get commercials about the entire week. Yo, I'm gonna. Um, have my schedule work around that particular game, that particular day. I can't miss this. I can't miss that. And then to turn around to see a person sit out, person, you know, questionable, you know. Um, I'm big into NBA fantasy. Like, this is also, has also taken my joy of fantasy basketball because you just end up don't know who's going to play. So, you know, I understand it, and um, I hate load management. I hate what it. Is. I hate this. I hate it. Um, you think about, you think about uh, years ago how these players played through everything, and you can't tell a player to play injured. I think you could. I think, I mean, I always say you. You can't. A player can't play injured but they can play hurt right and but who am I to say that who am I to say what you can do like I can't you can't come to me at my job and say hey you know you need to do this because people are depending on you like like this past week I just said I had I had the flu and I had to kind of like um a couple of things that I, I was scheduled to do like uh, I had prayer, 6 a.m. prayer this morning, and I couldn't log on because I was drugged up past a rough night. I was like, you know what? Let me ask someone from my team to do it, right? You know, I'm on schedule, so, you know, the safe bet. Don't know how, how I'll be in the morning. Let's try to get somebody to, to step in. You know, that's I have that right. It's the same way you have that right. They, they have that right where they're ill, they're not 100%, and they – don't play these games. So it's tough, man. It, I think what what Stephen A alludes to, I think he alluded, he says it clearly. The reason why this is in effect is for a few. It's for the Ben Simmons. It's for um, the Kyrie Irvings. It's for the Kawhi Leonard's. Those type of guys who, uh, the James Harden who sat out a year because he wanted to get traded. Um, those are the, the, these guys are the reason why we have this issue uh anthony davis i mean to to anthony davis credit he only missed three games this year so big ups to him but you know prior to that it's because of these guys man like i don't know man and and business wise this is affecting the league because now they're about to i think next year or two it's time for tv rights a tv deal and do you think ESPN is going to want to divvy out the same amount of money 
especially if ratings are down because folks are not sure who's playing? Do you think um, do you think the guys at Turner are going to want to sit there and divvy out bread if they're not sure that who's playing these games? So it's 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 a dilemma. My my solution was I thought it, they would either have non guaranteed contracts or um, non guaranteed contracts or just reduce the season. But the reason, here's the 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 jacked up part about this, right? I I hate to say this. The 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 commissioner, like I I want to remind you guys that the commissioner works for the owners, right? And you know you know guys like Goodell in the NFL, they complain this guy is just messed up. Yo, Goodell, no Goodell is Goodell's Trump. Goodell is a guy who says, yes, this is what I do. I don't work for you players. I don't work for you fans. I'm here to make sure these owners make a lot of money. Adam Silver, on the other hand, is like that. It's like Joe Biden. That sneaky racist who sits there and says, yeah, you know, I'm pro player. Pro player empowerment. Let's sit here and do this. Let's, let's start this initiative. Let's help build basketball courts in Africa, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and stuff like that. They're like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, let's do that. I love this idea. He's a great guy. He 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 gets us. Nah. That bull is is employed by the owners. And he's trying to make them the most amount of money. So that means A, he's not gonna reduce the season. Because if he reduces the season, that's less money in the owner's pocket. And also less money in the player's pocket because that's a smaller pie. B, he he is not he is not going to sit here and create a situation where these guys are feuding. So he has to find a, a compromise, something where both sides either look bad or both sides look look good, as opposed to like a good versus evil type thing. So so we sit here and he's he's in a spot to say, you know what? And again, I don't know. I forgot the 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 the, the, the young lady's name, who who's the head of the the um, NBA uh, Players Association, but she's a she's a joke thing, bro. She she's a joke, bro. Cause I, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard um, when I heard that they got this, I I was certain. Um, I was I was certain as all could be that we were gonna have a, a strike. I, I had no doubt in my mind that because of this issue right here, they were going to have a strike in the NBA. But didn't come to find out that they sat here and they had a extension, a new agreement without any issues. Like mm, that junk don't smell right to me, man. That that nah, something's off. Something's off. To, something's off, man. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Gonna find out, man. This this John is 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 fishy. It's fishy. So let's forget the blame, right? Let's forget. Let's forget um, all that. Let's forget all all the all the issues and all the drama. Let's forget about all that. But at the end of the day, this is a jacked up situation where the player where the owners have more control. This is why I, I wanted to say that Adam Silver works for 
the owners. So someone, someone like Halliburton, um, let me read, read this quote before I talk about his, his case, right? You see, uh, Tari Caliburton said this. Um, so just to give background, he was out for a few games with, with, with a bad hamstring. And um, he was out for a few games, and he came back against the Celtics um, on Tuesday. Today was today. Yep, on Tuesday. He came back to play against the Celtics because, you know, he's like, hey, I, I can't miss up that many more games. Right, so he said this. I think it's a stupid rule. Like plenty of the guys in the league, but this is what the owners want. So as players, we gotta do our job and play in sixty-five games if we're able to. So that's what we. That's what I gotta do. Take care of my body, and be able to play in those games. And I think you're seeing other players in the league kind of facing the same thing, as long as the owners happy. And and. This is this is why I said what I said. This is a this is a, a rule that benefits the owners because a if Tyrese Halliburton stubs his toe and he misses five games with a, with a broken toe, here's what happens, right? So Tyrese Halliburton signed a five year max contract last offseason that goes into effect next season. So right now it's worth a base of two hundred and four. Point five million, but will go up to more than two hundred and forty-five million if he makes an All NBA roster in the last year of his rookie deal, which is this season. That's why it goes into effect next season. So, in essence, if he misses four more games, he loses forty-one. He loses forty-one million dollars. And and do you know what the owner wants? The owners want him to, to, to miss five games, right? To be at the very minimum, but they still make the playoff runs. He plays at an all-NBA level, but yet he's unable to get the extra $40 million. So this is crazy, especially in this system. And, and this, this <laughs> you know what's crazier about this system? It's like you have these writers you have these journalists who who um whoever votes for these all nba teams and these awards they hold so much power if, if they don't like a particular person and they be, they get into collusion you can affect their pockets in this case if someone just slips and, and it's not an issue of taking care of your body of not being healthy it's not a, a result of not not um uh not taking not not being a good player it could be a freak accident and you're missing games like to me like i said i think the reasoning is create is is i understand and i agree with the why but i don't like the how why why not why not why why didn't they consider non-guaranteed contracts they were they were going in that in that direction. Why 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 not have um, a certain injury an injury um, clause where someone's legitimately hurt? Like it should be something that's understood. If Halliburton slips on a piece of water on the court and you see the guy in pain, 
Why and why not allow that guy to get the benefit of the doubt? It's because the owners are trying to make money. They want their cake and to eat it too. Have Have you noticed so far this year? There's been no talk about um, uh, the owners losing money, the owners going broke, none of that, because they have created something in order for them to sit here. And to allow themselves to have their cake and eat it too. Because if Tyrese Halliburton misses, uh, so is it 17 games? misses 18 games. But he continues to do what he's doing. And the, um, and the, and the, what's the team? And the Pacers go deep into the playoffs. What, what, what are we going to do now? Yeah. The Pacers are gonna be happy, but then the owners gonna be happy. A, I got a, we got a, we got a, a deep run. We're relevant again. B, but most importantly, we save forty-two million dollars. This is why I say, man. This is why I say, and and on top of this, on Tuesday Tuesday night, we have Joel Embiid. Uh, um, reports, not reports, but it was mentioned earlier in the in the day, Tuesday, that Joel Embiid can't miss any more games. He's five, like he he could only miss five more games by, by the for um for the rest of the year, or he'll be um he won't be eligible for any postseason awards, all NBA teams, and MVP. Of course, he couldn't get any of that because he will miss too many games. I'm not saying that's why he did what he did, but then instead of him being out or doubtful, it came to Joel Embiid um, as a game-time decision. Mind you, the game is on TNT, so a nationally televised game against the Warriors. And then it got to, yeah, Joel Embiid tested his knee out, tested his knee out um, at, at pregame, and he's going to play. And... If you watch the game, if you you know watch Joel Embiid, he he had a, I guess had a limp, but he wasn't a hundred percent. Like you could tell, like he wasn't right. You could tell that he, and again, I don't know if it's causation or correlation, but you see him sitting here, and then he, he if you watch watch him, you see him kind of not being a hundred percent, a little gimpy, and then he um going through the game, and then towards the end of the game. In the second half, um, in the fourth quarter, four minutes to, to go left, um, and B was double teamed by uh, Kuminga and Draymond Green. After Kuminga, he poked the ball away from Embiid, um, and B fell and ju- dropped himself to the ground to retrieve it, and then Kuminga Kuminga subsequently fell on top of his knee. And now, and MB grabbed his knee, his knee, and he got up and he 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 limped off to the locker room. Did not return. So, here here's your here's your your game your game minimum, right? Here's your minimum. You got this guy who obviously wants to be MVP, and that's perfectly okay. He he's he 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 is the MVP MVP. So now he sits there and and because he's the MVP. He he goes around and says, you know, I gotta play this game, so I I, I gotta minimize my my missed games. It's not even an All Star game yet. 
and they had five games left. Sister does that, gets hurt. Again, it could be correlation or it could be causation. But at the end of the day, it happened. And I believe the only reason why he forced himself to play is because of the fact he was he he was at a place where he sat here and felt the pressure of not missing any more games. So it's not fair for someone who's actually injured, because we could see he's actually injured. And when you have guys like a Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is the biggest waste man. I'm, I need to get him off my fantasy squad immediately. He's the biggest waste man. I'm mad I started him tonight on fantasy. He missed all these games, and then he comes back and had a near, a near triple-double on Monday, just to see on Wednesday, questionable and out. The frick out of here, guys. These are the guys you should be targeting. Not 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 Joel Embiid, not, not Tyrese Halliburton. These are the guys you got to deal with. Don't make these contracts guaranteed. The NFL will have this issue. Of course, it's a different dynamic, 17 games. But those contracts aren't guaranteed. Let, let, let us not sit here and ignore that. So we're sitting here, bro. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I just really, I really, really hope that Joel Embiid is not out too long. I really hope that we can find a solution to that because we don't want people to put themselves in the line and they overcompensate and they play and, and they, they play because they want to get their forty million dollars and they get hurt for real. And you're also going to have so, so what if what if Embiid does miss? Six more games, right? Now, now it's four games he can miss. What if he misses those four, four games, five games, and Luca wins the MVP? Know what you're gonna hear? Luca MVP asterisk. The only reason why he was MVP is because of the fact Joel Embiid did not make the the the, the game minimum. It's crazy, bro. Like, like, again. But Adam Silver had to create something that satisfied the owners. The only thing the owners care about is not the fans. The only thing the owners care about is their money. That's what makes that's like don't no, no one care about the fans. I'm not saying they don't care at all, but we're not a priority to to these athletes and to these owners. They want to sit here and make the most amount of bread. So Adam Silver, guys, do not forget he works for the owners. And he created a system that is win-win for the owners. That they sat here and said, A, we're not going to reduce it this season because a lot of people thought that that, that was the, the, next, the next step. B, we can sit here and make sure that we can um, discuss into this next negotiation window uh, um, a huge... A huge, uh, a huge contract because we got an 82-game season that we're trying to promote, right? And three, let's make sure we do this and still have the threat or the possibility of us saving money on the back end because we're not, we're not obliged to give these players these max contracts. And you know what's mad, guys? You know what's crazy about this, people of God? It's the fact that the people that do load management 
are the teams. You don't think, you don't think, um, uh, if if Tyrese Halliburton is close to being at a point where he can sit here and get that max money activated, you don't think the owner, the GM, is is bringing the um head head trainer into the into their office, like yo, listen, all right, here's what you got to do. Just um make sure you, you remind Halliburton that 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 hamstring wink wink is a problem. He could he could miss if he if he plays too many games towards the end, it may cause him to be out for the playoffs. Come on, guys, let's smarten up here. So not only is this issue created by the by these by the owners, they created this Popovich. He's a Popovich is not only the coach but he's also the GM. He's a GM. Of the Spurs. He created this. These owners created this. They, Their teams, their trainers sit here and have these. They go through the calendar and say, hey, back to back. You can't play back to back. Hey, you can't play this game. Oh, it's after this long travel date. You can't play four games in seven days. The teams create this. So how can the teams create an issue, right, and now try to create a, a, a solution to a problem they created, but they're blaming the players. So now the money is involved. They, they have even more of an incentive to sit here and 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 have their players sit out and not hit the, hit the threshold because they save this money. Not only do they save this money, the money that they may lose at tickets, they get it back in contracts. That forty M's they're gonna save in Halliburton money. That will cover the loss of money for contracts. We got smarten up here, bro. This is, this is uh, uh, this is crazy. Like, like Cole said in Martin, man, it's a conspiracy, man. High spell Cole, C O N spiracy, C O N spiracy. That's what's going on out here. Got to smarten up, man. So I mean, on one end, I don't like the load management. I don't like the inability for me to say, hey, I'm going to go to a game in March. I can't say that. I hate that. But I also don't like the way these owners and these teams are trying to um, fix it because the owners aren't the issue. As, as these old school guys say, Jordan, Jordan sat there and he – he didn't. He didn't miss games, and I. I listen. I'm one of those guys, but I also have to be honest. I have to be honest. This was created by the owners, and we're and we're gotta and we have to admit that that this is this is a problem. But the way they're trying to fix it by doing this, where they're trying to twist players' arm to force them to play it, it's gonna be a problem. And, and and normally it wouldn't be an issue, but the issue is this, Halliburton. You know, Halliburton, who's like, yo, he's doing his best. He slipped on something, hurt his hamstring. He missed a, a, a game or two. Other, other issues here and there. He got, what, what if you have COVID and you're out for 
three, four, five games. I think the I think the if we're gonna keep this system, it has to be something on a case by case basis. Or just eliminate rest games. These rest days that teams have, eliminate them. You can't tell me all these years of, of advancement in technology that we can't create a system where players are able to play 82 games. Cut the crap. This only happens in the NBA. Hockey players play the games. 162 games for the MLB. Football plays 17, their 17 games. This only happens to the Negroes in freaking NBA. It's just like <laughs> working, working with black people in Chick-fil-A. They always try to find a way to miss work, right? <laughs> always try to find some way to circumvent not coming to work, bro. Cut it out, my people. What the hell are y'all doing? But I, but I, 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 again, just like work. When folks used to call, um, call out to me like, "Hey, hey, Ron, um, I can't come to work, but guy, that's it. You just can't. You just won't get paid for the day." I can't. I would never force people to come to work. I remember times they they used to be like, um, "Hey, Ron, you know, so and so called out, man, but we we had no one to cover her. Could you try to just see if you do a couple hours?" Yo, they, they, their mom just died. <laughs> what am I? What am I doing? There, this person's in tears. I'm sitting here, so like, yeah, I know you're grieving right now, man. I'm sorry for your loss, but can you come to work for a couple hours? You know, maybe get get away, get away from everything. They feel a little bit better. Freaking a, bro. But that's the problem. So as we as we continue basketball, man, we can't ignore my New York Knicks, man. Oh, uh, listen. As much as I am, um, I'm trying to protect my myself. And not allow myself to get too excited by the Knicks. That's why the level of pessimism that I have is because I don't want my heart broken by the Knicks anymore. Um, so that's kind of where <laughs> we're at. You know, we 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 played two games without um, Julius Randle dislocated his shoulder on Saturday, and and OG and Anobi. Um, but they still keep winning, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at all, bro. I love to see the Knicks play well. I, I love, I love, like, the one thing I want people to understand, like, I do this, right? Like, if you look back at my, my Lamar Jackson and my, and my NFL predictions and podcasts and stuff, like, I, I know what the heck I be talking about, man. Like I, I understand what I'm what, I, what I'm talking about. So you know, um, but in certain instances, like Lamar Jackson choking, and I don't like to be right. You know, like I I would I would love this team to prove me wrong, and to not, you know, and to and to win a championship. I would love it, but I just can't. I cannot. Um, I, I cannot um, ignore what I see with my eyes. But end of the day, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm excited. I'm rooting for this team. I want us to do well. Um, let's you know get Jalen Brunson. He he he's 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 shocking me. But the team has something about them 
that you love to see. Um, I don't know. I, 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 let's hope for the best. Are, are they, are they the 2011 Mavericks? Could, could they be that team where someone gets hot? That's maybe what they have to be in order for us to do it. But see, the one thing, and one of the reasons why I am leery about the Knicks is that if we go over the past, no, past 12 years or so, ever since that 2011 team, every single team has had a big-time player. Has has had someone who is a top ten player in the league on their team that won a championship. So, like, if we look at let's go twenty twelve, twenty twelve the Heat won the Heat won right LeBron James twenty thirteen the Heat won LeBron James Dwayne Wade right twenty fourteen. Was Kawhi Leonard that Kawhi? That team was was crazy. They, they beat the Heat. Kawhi Leonard was at that time one of the top 10, 10 15 players in the league. Uh, that's being generous. Uh, that was before the injuries. That was the the claw. That was the time he sat there and was able to to do all of that. Twenty fifteen. See this this is a questionable team, and I, I need you guys to chime in. I know I know we'll get some texts about this. The twenty fifteen team. The Warriors beat the Cavs. That was the beginning of the, the rivalry, right? But that was the year um, Iguodala won the won the MVP because Steph Curry. Steph Curry. I don't think he arrived yet. Let's let's put it that way. Obvious. I mean, and here, here's the obvious reason he did not win. He did not win the the MVP. So he didn't. You know. He did it right. He, he was 23, 24, 24 points a game, game, eight assists a game, 44% from three. Like, they haven't arrived yet. It wasn't it wasn't Chef Curry. You know, he was a defensive liability. Um, he was still injury prone. That was the time they, they he was on a cheap contract. He was on a max deal. All y'all who, who get upset about Steph and, and how much money he's made, he, he just started making money. Because around those first couple of chips, the reason why they were able to sign um, Kevin Durant was because of the fact he was still on a, on a team-friendly concept, uh, contract because of the fact he had bad ankles and stuff. So it still has uh, – but, but I, you know, that Warriors team has, had Clay, had Dre. So, yeah, I, I will give him give him that curve. The 2016 was an infamous down 3-1. LeBron James, ghost status confirmed, did that. The next two years, that was the the infamous, let's get Kevin Durant to help us out. And in, 20, in 17 and 18, they won uh, with Kevin Durant. 2019, um, Kevin Durant's last year in Golden State when he tore his Achilles. He, um, that was sad. That was a tragic day. The, um Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, that Toronto team team was just Kawhi Leonard and no one else, and he just dominated, bro. Dominated, bro. I got, I gotta do a podcast on Kawhi Leonard, man, because um I think he's low key underrated because of all the low management and all the crap around around him. So 2019, Kawhi Leonard, yes, top five, top ten in the league at the time. 
2020 as the bubble year. LeBron, obviously, and they also had AD. 2021, uh, Giannis beat the Suns. Um, 2022, Steph was definitely top in the league because he finally got his finals MVP. And last year, um, Jokic. Jokic was, was the man, and he did his thing in order for them to get the championship. So I, I believe the odds percentage, and like I said, I only went back since 2011. That was the only year. I, I could go before that when they had Kobe, where uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Tim Duncan and Dwayne Wade. You know, I, I could go back, you know, maybe the 2004 oh, 20, um, Pistons when they had the, the – um, Rip Hamilton and them guys and Rashid and Charcy Billups. So let's say two championships, 04 and 11. Let's be generous. Two championships in the last 20 years. The NBA champion did not have. But can I backtrack? Dirk. And the only reason, and the only reason why I would not put Dirk there as top five in his because that was towards the tail end of his career. So let, let, let's not look. So what I'm saying, at the time, Dirk was at the tail end of his career. And he wasn't the reason why. Yes, he was the finals MVP, but he, they, couldn't give it to, they, they couldn't give it to Jason Kidd. They couldn't give it to Tyson Chandler. They couldn't give it to, um, to, to Terry. Those are the guys that won them the championship. Not as much Dirk. So and and at the time Dirk was not top five, even top ten in the in the league. He was towards the tail end of his career. Um, so yeah, I, so two out of two out of twenty. So exactly twenty. Two out of twenty, we sat here and said they didn't have a top ten of ten uh top ten player in the league. No top 10 play in the league, and they won a championship. So the problem with the Knicks, we ain't got a top 10 play in the league. As much as I love Jalen Brunson, and the, and what he's doing is amazing. Jalen Brunson is not top 10 in the league, guys. <laughs> Jalen Brunson is not top 10 in the league, guys. Like I said, I love the guy. You know, you know, and the, uh, the, these, these um, lists are fluid. You know, these lists are constantly changing. But if we're looking at top players, let's, let's go top ten and see. And t- I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you top ten players. Tell me, tell me where you would fit Jalen Brunson. Number ten. Um, all right, let's go from one one on down. Number one. Giannis. I'm sorry. Number one is Joel Embiid. Number two is Giannis. Number three is Jokic. Number four, uh, Luca. Number five, um, Shea. Let's not forget the goat. That's six. Uh, Curry. Seven. Um, Jason Tatum. Eight. Kevin Durant. Nine. I said shit already, right? That's nine. I, the way he's playing and, and and being and and being able to catch these all these games, gotta give AD some credit. Um, 
who else? Uh, is 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 Jalen Brunson better than Kawhi Leonard right now? Oliyaho talking about him sitting here, missing all these games. He ain't missing. He's missing these games. He's balling. One healthy, is he better than Jabba Red? One one healthy, is he better than Kyrie Irving? So I can't. He's he's not that guy. He's a good, he's a great player, bro. Respectfully, he's a great player. But he's he's not that guy. I, you know, we we may. Is he better than Tyrese Halliburton? We're just talking about them. I don't think so, bro. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think so, bro. So I, you know, I'm not gonna pile on. So I made my point. He's not top ten in the league. So. We can catch lightning in a bottle and sit here and say, yo, um, um, let's let's ride this out. Pause and see what happens. Keep all these part these points. Team is hot. Let's keep it as is. Let's ride it out. I hope that we like we're like the 2011, 2011, um uh I call it 2011 uh, Mavericks, 2004 Pistons, that we can sit here and do that. You know, um, we can do that. Uh, But I I think what we can also do is be aggressive. And uh, there is a name. There is a name that has been floated, and I think he will be the perfect guy. The perfect, perfect player for the Knicks. Right now, we're, we're second in, in um, defense, right? 15th in offense. What is the one thing that I said we need? What's the one thing I said this team needs? It's a closer. And the way things are looking, there's one guy that we can get, I believe, right now, and he can help us close. There's one, there's one guy that has to trade that lot of approach because we cannot. This will be um, malpractice. If we allow the um, <clears throat> the Fournier contract just to expire, and we don't sit here and try to find a way to flip it, right, and use it to our advantage. So the one guy I think he's currently averaging twenty one point four points a game. 4.4 assists a game. He has that um, championship pedigree, 44% from, from threes, 1.2 steals a game. And that guy is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy freaking Butler is the guy we need. 
here's here's the here's the the package. We'll put in Grimes, Fournier, three ones for Jimmy Butler. That's it. If we do that right now, bro, then that changes. So if we don't not saying Jimmy Butler's top five in the league, but but playoff time he's top five. Playoff time if you if you need a closer, Jimmy's your guy. Let's keep it a bean. Um here's the problem that we have. I don't know if Miami is willing to um is willing to trade with the Knicks. You know we're beefing, you know, James Dolan's freaking mafia. So he's he's gonna sit here and and you know, once he gets mad at somebody, he gets mad he'll never forgive you. <laughs> so I don't know if it's realistic for that particular reason. But I'll kick some tires, bro. For a guy getting averaging twenty one five rebounds and four assists and one point two steals a game. Bro. And and he's under contract. I I will I would kick tires to try to get that guy on the team. We're not getting any young players, guy. We're not we're not getting um we're not getting these 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 uh modern players. If it's not Anthony Edwards who who's who, who wants to play every game, we're not getting the the cats. We're not getting the um all these young guys everybody so we're not getting Devin Bookers. They're not going anywhere. I don't want Bradley Bill. He's 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 not no if he if he struggles in Phoenix, he have a tough time in New York. And I don't know if Jimmy Butler had issues with tips from the time in, in um Minnesota. So um defense guy defensive guy closer um I mean outside again not knowing any previous drama if there is he seems like a tips kind of guy hard working nose to the ground let's win you know he's a dog and I think that's the guy we need bro you know um the Knicks need Jimmy Butler, guys. <laughs> so I need I need for you guys to get in the DMs of Leon Rose. I need y'all to tweet him. I need you to tag him on your Instagram to get Jimmy Butler in New York. Like I said, three three ones, Grimes, and Grimes. What's that guy's name? Fournier. You want Miles McBride? Take Miles McBride too. Whatever. And, and allow the Heat to build their team around Jacquez, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo. Right? They'll get them picks, get a point guard, and do their thing. But will Pat Riley ever trade with the Knicks? That's the one hindrance, bro. But maybe we can make him an offer he can't refuse. I mean, we... While this team is playing so well, we have to be active. And we got to find another score. That's, that's my thing. The only reason why we're able to win these last two games that we kind of like had a, a, a couple of great performance performances. And, you know, 
we actually had to grind these games out to like nineties basketball. Like I was watching um the game against Charlotte. It was like 31-35 in the second quarter. Late second. So I'm like, that's how we gotta do it. Slow it down. And we need we need to get some help for Jalen. Because if not, it's gonna drive him to the ground. Um what do you guys think, man? What do you what are you guys thinking? Is is Jimmy Butler A realistic? If he's not, what's the alternative? We cannot stand Pat and we cannot waste this contract. Because if I sit here and see February 9th, February 10th, I see on the bottom ticker that says, Hey, the Knicks have just um bought out Evan um, Evan Fournier, I'm gonna be pissed off. His contract is an asset, right? Send them somewhere where where we could get something back. So yeah, so that's my that's my thought, man. Um, Jimmy Butler's the guy. That's the guy we need to come after. That's the guy we need to chase after right now. Oh, I I'll take him over Dejounte Murray. Um, I I like Zach Levine. Um, I understand he's not a winner, but I, I like the guy. There's a lot of talent there. He's a, he's a scorer, and, and that's it. He's a, he's a skill scorer. Minimal on defense, minimal in the locker room, but he'll score the heck out of a basketball. Um, so that that's definitely you know something y'all look at. But my my main priority is is getting Butler right now, and enjoying the ride, man. Enjoying these wins. We played the Pacers um today. That should be another dub. That might be kind of tough. Halle Burton's back. And OG's questionable. So we'll see. We'll see how that works. But thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. My, my voice, dang. My voice pretty much stood up, man. I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, um, hope you guys are having a good week. I'll talk to you guys soon. I love you guys. God bless y'all.